We tried to get a really good pop going and it just didn't happen. That's a good pour. It's a good pour. Welcome to Wine Some Lose Some. I'm Jamie. I'm Jane. And today we are drinking in Italy. That's right. I wish we were really drinking in Italy, oh. but you know. I've been watching Stanley Tucci's <gasps> Searching for Italy. It's so good. I need to watch it. I've just been reading about it. And it's I'm like, so good. I mean, I love, I him, love him regardless. Yeah. The only disappointing part is, I mean, there's only been two episodes so far, mm -hmm. but he hasn't really talked much about wine at all. Oh. Uh, which is fine. I mean, maybe he'll get wine there. isn't everything in Italy. Right. It's, uh, it's more about food, food right? and the history of food mm -hmm. and the history, just the history of Italy. people coming to Italy, like the different groups of people okay. coming to Italy and how that transformed the food and the food scene and everything. But so it's so good. Okay. It's so I need good. to watch it. I like all that kind of stuff. Cause Layla and I are obsessed right now with the great British baking show. Right. So that's kind of our thing, but I feel like I need to, it's really, really venture good. off into it's this. It's really good. Yeah. And it actually feels like it's teaching you something. Like yeah. he delves into certain things. And I've just always um, loved Stanley, Stanley right. Tucci for years and years. But and the first episode he does is in Naples and all he does is eat all the pizza. God, I wish I had their life. Well, we're drinking wine. We are. That's true. Okay. So for number one. So a little backstory yep. like this. I mean, because so one, Italy has more grapes than anywhere else. So many. There's so many. I mean, there's at least 350 like documented wine grape varietals, but there's about 800. And there, it's so cool. And there's really even more than that if you count ones that have like gone extinct or that are just like on the very brink of like there's one acre growing right. in like this tiny little nowhereville mm -hmm. village somewhere totally off the grid. So like even the most, the, the smartest, most intellectual wine scholars, it's hard to know every single grape that grows in Italy. Yeah. Wine grape. Yeah. Um, there's just it's too many because each little region from north to south and then mm -hmm. the islands like Sardinia and they're all and their own Sicily. it's not like you're you don't have like Chardonnay and Merlot it's well, like they're all their own thing yeah. right and they're because they're very much Italy is so unique in that in that the grapes that grow in certain regions grow there for a region a reason mm -hmm. because of the sun and the soil and the proximity to water and just the different things. And mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's exhausting and exciting at the same time because there's so much to drink and learn about Italy wine, Italian wine. I'm learning that. Yeah. Cause the, like studying these W sets right now, I like Italy is so far been the hardest. To right. Grasp. There's just so much. There's yeah. so much. Mm -hmm. Um, so this episode is kind of devoted to like, the Italian classics on the red side. Is, so this first one is questionable as to what color you call it. Well, yeah, it looks like a super dark rosé. So it technically is a rosé. Mm -hmm. But 
it can also just be a light red. Mm-hmm. Like, so it's, it's, it's on the, the This is verge. like the darkest rosé I think I've right. ever. Right, and that's what makes it really fun. It makes it really food friendly, and that's why I picked it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we wanted to just do easy, breezy, classic Italian stuff that's 20 bucks or less. Yep, absolutely. And, like, and, and but yet, except- these are also kind of off the beaten path Italian classics. Right. They're it's, not like... It's not like the Chianti and the straw well, yeah. bottle. Right. Which I mean, I we do brought. have one, uh, our celebrity Chianti, but like they're not, they're not your normal, like, oh, okay, yeah, it's, I, I recognize this name or this region. Right. So kind of like going a little out there, mm-hmm. but... And except for this one, which is kind of a rosé, the we have four wines total and they're reds. Right. Otherwise. Um, cause there's so many white wines too in Italy. So we figured that we're going to separate... save that for another episode. Yeah, yeah. It'd be too much to mm-hmm. try to, and to be fair, we already have a whole bottle of Italian rosé. <laughs> Don't judge us. Well, right. So you know, we had to warm up. Yeah. Mm, yeah. You know, literally, literally, yeah. but it's cold outside. And so to do uh, any other wines in this would have just been too much. Yes, for sure. Um, so this first one, I actually always love these. And depending on the vintage and depending on the winemaker, they can be varying degrees of this dark of red. Okay. So this one is, so the name of the wine is called Cherisuolo de Abruzzo. Cherisuolo literally wow. translates to cherry in Italian. Okay. And that... Is the color of this wine? It is. Yeah, it looks like cherry juice. It's like it's beautiful. I mean, it almost looks like it's punch. Like it's so mm-hmm. perfectly fuchsia-y pink. Like I love it. Yeah, I love this color. It's um, very unique, and it's a hundred percent multiple Chiano. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is one where again it walks a very fine line of that if you chill it extra it can just feel like a heavier rosé mm-hmm. you don't chill it quite as much it can just feel like a really light red mm-hmm. to go with certain dishes but it's just really lovely so this one is called the Cherisolo da Bruzzo and normally a Montepulciano is called multiple if it's the grape it's called Montepulciano da Bruzzo well this is a so- region Cherisolo da Bruzzo is, is a, an actual region so that whole now. name is a region Correct. Oh, okay. okay. Which is a new, it's a very new Italian wine region. Okay. Because a lot of times with Italian wines, it's the grape, then the region. Like, multiple channels, the grape, Debruzzo is the region. Right. And so you see it listed that way. I mean, in most regions, that way. the grape is never even in the name, yeah. though. Right. Right. Ooh, that's really good. It's really good. Because it tastes like a red wine, but it but drinks it's like a white ro- wine. Or it drinks like a rosé. Yeah. Like, but it's not. Ooh, this is lovely. I mean, because this is from pretty far southern Italy, it's really juicy. It's and juicy, fruity. Like, there's not a lot of acid here. Uh-huh. So it definitely... It even says is, on the bottle, dry red wine. It doesn't say rosé. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. They technically call it red wine. Because, again, it is such mm-hmm. a... Like, where do you place this? And because if you sold this as rosé, and in the height of summer, like, I would be... If I didn't know what this wine was and think I saw it, it on a menu under a rosé, mm-hmm. I would just be bummed if this is what came because I would want something 
I would feel like looking at this like it was going to be sweet yeah. for a rosé. Right. But it's not. No. It's, it's right. But this is definitely more of like, it needs meat. Since there's no acid, like it just needs The acid, the, yeah, it doesn't have a lot of. Right. So Cataldi Madonna, that's the brand. That's the winery. Cataldi Madonna. Okay, and so this is 13% alcohol, which is It's lovely. moderate, yeah. yeah. That anything under 14%, I'm, I'm always glad about. Maybe not a full porch pounder because you know you might want no, a little lower than that. Yeah, it's, but it's richer. It's a you it is need yeah. some food with mm-hmm. it. Like after one glass, like you totally but need some food with it. It's also not so. So it's s- funny because it says sorry, no, it's okay. dry red wine on the label, but on their website, Cataldi Madonna is one of Italy's top six pink wine producers. So in Italy, okay. cherry swallow is always a rosé. But like again in America we don't we don't know Mm-mm. like what to classify this as right it's too dark for Americans to think this is rosé and it's too light for it to be red wine I mean yeah so it's it's kind of like it's very so what it like it's just interesting with something like this how long is the maceration is it does it sit on the skins for like you know because usually rosés they sit on the skins for like. A couple hours, a few hours. So does this? I think it does, but also Montepulciano is such a dark grape. skin grape that it doesn't need to. It's not like this it sits on the skin for a week, right? It Maybe it's a lot more. Twenty-four hours. I, I mean, and with certain Italian producers, like you might not ever find. I mean, you look at the most back- producers, you never find like the exact amount of time that a rosé sits on its skin, right? Like. And the back of the label says the name of the wine, and then it says Denomination de Origin Controllata, which is DOC. like their their DOC, Correct. right? And pretty much that's it. Yeah, and, along with the government warning and well, which the is alcohol. Fair. Like, what you know, we're used to a lot of labels that gives you this whole story sure. about the vineyard and all the lovely things. And but I mean, one, and most people don't really care like how many hours it sat on its skin. Yeah. Uh, no, and that's right. true. That's true. I just love when there's information sure. on the back of the label for my nerdy wine sense. This is really good. And so it's you said delicious. it's so good. I, and and it can again like what I love about this wine is its versatility mm-hmm. in that it's a rosé. It's a light red. It can mm-hmm. be chilled. It can be not as chilled. It could go with pizza it can go with meat it can go with cheese like it's and very versatile it's perfect too for someone like okay so my mom does not like red wines and she kind of wants to because i love them so much sure. but you know it's hard to find something to get her to like break into that world this would be like that and i get like i drink so i taste a lot of red wine i drink 95 percent Rosé and white wine. You're right. Mm-hmm. Because there's just something about red wine that, like, it feels like it sucks all the moisture out of your mouth. Whereas, like, a wine that's chilled, like, it's mm-hmm. giving, I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah, this could be a perfect. It's so good. I mean, it might be a little heavy for her. I don't. Well, she likes the heavy Chardonnays, though. Right? She likes the buttery oaky. So, this is, like, lighter than that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what did you say this was for a bottle? Price-wise? $13. $13. And that's list price. Yeah. That's awesome. 
Right. How now? Where would you find this though? Like, is it readily available or any number of tourist swallows are readily available? Oh, okay. I mean, this particular brand and may be trickier to find, but... Chiraswellow, in general, is relatively inexpensive, then. Yeah. It's not like... I mean, a, they're not a... Because, again, they're a wine that's made to be consumed young. Like, this isn't right. a wine that you're going to age by it's any It's not age. like a Pinot Noir that you no, can get for $8.99 or $150 And being plus. from Multiple Chiano is the grape, that is a workhorse grape. In Italy, like it's the table wine mm-hmm. that they're. I love it. Meant to be drink, I like drunk Chianos. Drinking, drunken, consumed, drank, consumed, consumed. <laughs> it's meant to, to be, be drunk. Drunk. It is a word. Drunk. Drunk. Yeah. It's meant to be drunk. Drunk. Yeah. Within the year mm-hmm. or two year, like yeah. But it's just lovely and it's fun. Mm-hmm. And this is, I feel like, a really good segue. Maybe. The segue, the opposite of what we're doing right now, and that mm-hmm. it's almost like we can feel like it's almost spring. God, I can't wait. But this would be like the good fall to almost winter segue of like, oh, it's, it's like, I can still hang on to rose season, but mm-hmm. it's getting colder. So I need like a heavier rose. Right. Like, yeah. And the, or I guess for people end. who, yeah, or like right now for people who were. Because I'm still drinking a lot of red wine, but then it's like, oh, but the sun came out today, so, like, I kind of want a rosé, but not quite yeah. ready So, like, yeah. this is that, it's like that perfect sandwich seasonal rosé. Bridges the gap. Exactly. Bridges the gap. Yeah, I love the color. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It is so it gorgeous. It literally is the color of, like, a Bing cherry. Yeah. Oh, my God. Looks so crazy. <laughs> Just a little spill, folks. Oopsies. We're all good. We're all good. Okay, so wine number two, two. is Valpolicella Superior from Zanato. And it's a 2017. This one was, I think, $14.99 at the store. Okay, so this particular, so Valpolicella is an area, and it is always a blend of grapes, and then usually the number one grape is Corvina. This one happens to be, what was it, Corvina, Rondinella, and, and Cor- Corvione. Corvione, that's right. Corvione. So it's funny, this one smelled really robust, Does but it, it is not. Robust at all in the taste, which is normal for Valpolicella. It's fruity. Um, this is northern Italy. It's from the Veneto region. So literally think the land of Romeo and Juliet, the yeah. city of Verona. Um, and Corvina and the other grapes that they use are really, for the most part, very light red wine grapes. Um, so it has a really powerful smell, but then you drink it. And it kind of just goes away. Yeah, it's not it, intense. It's yeah. not overpowering. And I feel like a lot of Valpolicellas, even though they might be aged in oak, it's not a big part of it of their aging process. Right. And it's they not, don't. I don't feel like they age a lot of them in oak because that would overwhelm. Yeah, these grapes like it's like a Pinot Noir. You don't want to. Yeah, you just don't want to take over because mm-hmm. they're light-bodied grapes. Right, but. Because of the cooler climate, 
and the the lighter style there is a lot of acid in these wines so these are the superior like tomato based dish wines right yep and i i really like them i like them because they're lighter i like them because they're you can drink them without food mm -hmm. but they go really well with food especially like the tomato dishes and things like that obviously being i think almost any wine from italy is going to go with that kind of stuff because that's kind of what is there yes and no i mean you need the acid to go with the tomatoes though yes. like something that's too true. fruity and juicy mm -hmm. like takes away from it a little bit but yeah mm -hmm. but what's funny about a wine like this to me is it's one that it smells better than it tastes i see and i like the taste i mean but it I feel, doesn't I feel taste like bad it tastes but like there's so much more that you get off the nose of it like so many herbs and like licorice-y licorice well, yeah, and, like, I would say I like the taste of it, but it doesn't necessarily match up with the smell right. of it. And one of the things that they were saying in my WSET classes is if you smell it, you're going to taste it. And I don't I agree don't with feel, that I statement. don't think that's true at In all. any way. In a lot of wines. And they're like, like, you can smell things, and then you taste it, and you're like, well, that's not what I smelled at all. Like, I got no. all these other things. And they're like, if you're taking the test and you, you smell it, but you don't taste it, put it down anyway. And I'm like, but that, that doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Sometimes these testing things are way too, like, structured. There's, and wine is just too... Subjective. Subjective. To right. Really narrow well, it down like that. Because with wine, it's like, if I say, oh, I smell licorice or I taste licorice. Mm-hmm. And if I say that to someone I'm pouring it for, they're going to instinctually, to a certain degree, be like, oh, yeah, Me I too. totally. I mean, I hate black licorice, but I can smell it. Yeah. Like, well, and if you hate it, then you're obvious, you're going to kind of be predisposed because I said I smell licorice. Mm -hmm. You might not like it as much right. either. So right. It's so complicated. Or it could work in the opposite it, well, it's way. it's the power of suggestion, too. Right. It's like. It could work in the opposite way, too, where you're like, oh, I smell this. And like, me too. And it just, like, right. brings out And even if some they don't, of... though, actually. Right. Yeah. Because they'll agree because you don't. That's the other thing with wine, too, is, like, you don't want to sound like an idiot. So if someone says it, you're like, yeah, me oh, too. Yeah, totally. And then you're like, oh, I, but I don't. But at the I end of the day. I love cow dung. Like, yeah. Mm. At the end of the day, with wine, if you smell it or you taste it. And nobody else does. You're not wrong. You just happen right. to get that. That's okay. Exactly. And anyone who tells you different, fuck them. Mm. I, I like it. It's light. It's really it's drying easy. though, too. Like too tannic? I don't think it's no tannic. drying. Like just, oh, it just like it feels like it just sucked all the moisture out of my mouth. I feel like that's tannins though. But I don't feel like it's tannic. No, it's not. I it's mean, good, though. it's good. You're not a red wine drinker, though. Yeah, but I mean, I just feel like as, as far as red wine, like, I give that a five out of ten. Okay. I, I give it at least a six. I like it. But I've it's always liked that Valvolicello. I know it is. Okay. So, the Valvolicello was Veneto, and now we're going Which is in the way north. Western to the Piedmont, Piedmont region towards Milan. So basically, the Piedmont is directly west. West of, and north a little bit. Of Veneto. 
And north a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Because okay. it kind of... It's the top of the boot on both sides. Yeah. So it's like... Mm-hmm. It's like the area between the middle of your calf and the knee. Right. Like... That whole... <laughs> right. Bit. That little nook. Mm-hmm. Um, so Piedmont... Piedmont's the biggest region, really, in Italy. And it's it's the most well-known because of its iconic vineyards. Because Piedmont is home of Barolo, Barbaresco, and Barbaresco. Gavi, Moscato, you know. Although I would, say, I would say Tuscany is the most famous, just because it's Tuscany. It is, but I feel like most people would prefer to drink Piedmont wines over Tuscany. Over Tuscan, even if they don't know. Right. I mean, in Tuscany, it's just, it's more recognizable with right. Super Tuscans and with Chianti and whatever, mm-hmm. but like Nebbiolo, so, which is the, the predominant grape in Piedmont, right, is kind of considered the king of all Italian grape varieties. Well, yeah, and isn't, isn't it the wine of kings? Like, that right. was literally right. the wine of kings. Cause the king, but yeah. it, it is, because it's a little bit finicky. It's like the Pinot Noir of Italy. Like, right. It needs to age a little bit. It's a right. little finicky. Like, it's, but it's, when it, it works, it's out of this world spectacular. So for this episode, we did not do, it, like we mentioned before, a Barolo or a Barbaresco, mm-hmm. which is made of Nebbiolo, um, because... Most most Barolos and Barbarescos are expensive. They're they going to be expensive. over Not 20 mo- like, They are expensive. Yeah. If you find a Barolo that's less than $20... Don't buy it. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, there's a reason. Yeah. So they're very spendy. So this wasn't what this episode is about. Yeah. Even though those are two of probably the most famous wines of Italy. Right. Um, and they're both Nebbiolo. And they're both from amazing. the same region. Right. And, really and Barolo's, from what I've heard or learned, Barolo is going to be more the like masculine, stronger, and the Barbaresco is like, a little feminine. bit more romantic yeah. and feminine. And yeah. Barolo's typically can age a bit longer. Um, but again, I mean, we're literally comparing apples to apples. Right. Like, when talking about exactly. that. Exactly. So. And again, we're not doing that on this episode. Right. We'll do that on another episode. We'll do- delve more into that world. But. We just kind of want to keep it to the less expensive Italian. Well, just the easy everyday drinker yeah. stuff. And this is a workhorse Piedmont wine. Um, okay. So they never really give exact amounts of what the blend is. Okay. Because this is their entry-level everyday wine. It's $12 retail. Nice. Um, but it's almost always a third percent, give Perfect. or take. Of the three predominant red grapes in Piedmont, which is Nebbiolo, Barbera, and Dolcetto. Okay. Um, and the fun thing about especially using the Dolcetto in it is that Dolcetto is kind of a much more unctuous, richer grape. And so it just adds a little bit more body to it because otherwise Piedmont reds can be sometimes really light. Mm-hmm. And so it just gives it a little, a little bit more, more body. Okay. And so this one... Sometimes Italian labels are very confusing because there's a lot of words and things that I'm like, well, I don't know what's going on here. So the so, winery is called Poder Ruggeri Corsini. Okay. And it's their Longue Rosso. Okay. So when I see this Longue Doc. Oh, DOC. It's DOC. Yeah. But it makes me think of Languedoc. Right. <laughs> it's like, wait. 
Okay, so Longue is an area? It's a subregion in Piedmont. In Piedmont, okay. Um, and Rosso obviously is red wine. Yep. And what's Matot? That's just the name of this wine. Oh, Matot. okay. Matot. Matot. <laughs> God, I'm really good with my Italian. You guys should take lessons. Just saying. Um, I like this. Right. It's real. I mean, this is to me like the quintessential. You're new. It's Tuesday. We're having a Papa Murphy's pizza. Pizza. This would like so, it's perfect. This would be perfect with right. pizza. Or just like the easy whatever. I mean, it can also even go like a bolognese. I mean, and even without Italian based foods, like it's just it's, with chili. Yeah. It would be it's amazing. Got a bit of tannin, you can feel that tannin. So anything like that, um, but that has that like the fattiness of the cheese. But then it's crisp enough yeah. to like clean it up. That's yeah, so it's good. Really, and it's only twelve and a half percent alcohol, so it's relatively light on its feet. Um, and it's just delicious for what it is. It's super simple, everyday Italian wine. You said twelve best. bucks, yeah, dude. It's one of my favorites. Like, and I taste a lot of different. Piedmont wines that are either pure Barbera or some of the blends. And I mean, I've been buying this wine for years mm -hmm. and I compare them all to this because I'm like, this one's $3 more. This one's $4 more. And is it any better? No. Well, like, and that, in my Because a lot of them can still be really light and this one has just enough Dolcetto in it to like lift God, it up yeah. so it doesn't feel so light. It's definitely, and it's, yeah. And I, in my experience with some Barberas that I've had, they're just kind of one note. Yeah. They're and that's why this one needs like, all three grapes. Right. Like, because they're, they're fruity, but they're like that tart, like unrefined situation. It's like something else needs to be happening with right. this first. And so that's a good pro tip. If you like Barbera, but wish it, offered you more mm -hmm. next time you're at a wine shop or a grocery store just look a couple of bottles over from wherever the barberas are and look for longue rosos okay because it will have barbera in it but it will also have the addition of the nebbiolo and the dolcetto i mean sure every winery uses different percentages right but, but it gives it more complexity. It just yeah, it gives you more than just the the, the single note of Barbera with a little bit more body mm -hmm. and just more personality. Yeah, I feel like which frankly I just feel like Barberas they need more. Yeah, and some more. single Barberas can be fantastic. Right, it's just but like some Merlot. can be just really boring. It's like and, Merlot. Yeah, sometimes Merlot by itself is amazing, but normally. It needs something else. It mm -hmm. needs a little cab. It needs a little cab franc. It needs a little petit verdot or something. Yeah, this is, out. I mean, bang for your buck, it's delicious. Yeah, I'm going to need to get some of this from yeah. you because I would totally. It's yeah. just really good. Mm -hmm. I like that one a lot. All right. Okay, so now, thought you loved the Valpolicella, but would you pick that one over it? No, I would pick this over the Valpolicella. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I would for sure. Not that I, like, I'm not saying I didn't like the Valpolicella. No, but one, then you too. try it. But if I literally had the two by, side by side and they said you had to pick one, I would definitely choose that one. And especially, the price point's even less. Case closed. That's right. And scene. <laughs> okay, so this next one. We did get a celebrity wine again. Because right. I, I feel know. like 
It's been a couple episodes since we had a celebrity. We've been in a bit of a slump of No, finding... just one episode we didn't have it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so our celebrity wine this time. It's, Wait. Because we did not have a celebrity wine last time, and we apologize for that. We're going to have to pay royalties for this, aren't we? Nobody. You'll never know. Now you remember that song, right? Yes, now that you I can remember yes. it from like a dance and maybe mm-hmm. ninth grade. So this wine is If you didn't get it from it, the song, yeah, it's an Italian Chianti from Sting and his lovely wife Trudy, Trudy from their villa in the Tuscan Hills. Yes. And the wine is called When We Dance, which is after the name of well, but the the, the, song. The, the the villa, the winery is called Il, Il Palagio. And um, this one, based on what we looked at, but he at, names all the individual wines after his song. After so his songs, catch that right. You want me to play it again? I will. <laughs> yeah, I know you will. I know you will. So, but this, they bought this place like twenty years ago. So at least, like, this isn't them. Jumping on the celebrity wine bandwagon. No. That I, I mean, they legitimately love Italian wine and bought the place as they're like, this is where we're going to retire, when, where we want to vacation and bring family, and did it for that reason, which I appreciate. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And But the label is hideous. It's cute. It's hideous. It's like that girl in a standing dancing on ballet. wine bottles doing ballet. It's, it's, I don't get the it's connection. It's a bit of a stretch. Um, but maybe there is a... <laughs> is that a... Like the wooden instrument thing? The what is the one, wooden like, that you like... Yeah. You like slam the... You like rub, rub, it, rub it, it down and it's like that like frog noise. Uh-huh. Yeah. Sounds like it. Pretty good. All right, back to the wine. Back to the wine. That's the problem with the celebrity wines. Like, you can get just way off focus. You can. Go down the rabbit hole. This one says, I feel like I looked at something recently that said it was 85% Sangiovese. This one says 95% Sangiovese. So, basically what we're getting out of this is it's mostly Sangiovese, which is pretty much every Chianti is majority Sangiovese. Yes. I think even legally it has to be at least 85%. Depends on which county DOC it is from. Which if is, you're it's classico, really complicated. I think not, no matter what, 85% is the minimum. minimum. San, right. And then so, some I mean, it has to be like 90%. It's pretty much Sangiovese. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Sangiovese, it's a lovely grape. It's easy. It can be a bit dry. Yes. As this one is. Not mm-hmm. overwhelmingly dry. I've had much the drier. The nose is beautiful. And the nose is beautiful. The taste is not as good as the smell. No, it is tannic. Well, and it's just... Dries it just down kind like of... Like, it kind of just drops falls. Off of it. it just falls flat a little bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's fine. Yeah. And this one, um, I believe I paid eighteen ninety nine for it. Right, so when, which for a Chianti isn't crazy, but I mean, I've also had... Twelve to thirteen dollar Chiantis that mm-hmm. are exceptional. It's, like it's, Chianti is tricky. There's a lot of Chianti out there. 
this is not a Chianti Classico. Correct. Which Classico basically means the center of the Chianti region where it all started. So it's it's the higher level. And there's different really. percentages of what grapes you can use and different aging requirements in Classico. Yes. So then it gets it just gets complicated. Right. So basically but then you can get Chianti. really amazing Sangiovese that is not technically from the region of Chianti, mm-hmm. but really close to it. Yeah. That is like amazing. Mind blowingly good and cheaper. Ooh, yeah. Because they don't have the distinguished well, right. level of having the certain area that they're in. Which sometimes that's just a detriment, but a benefit for the rest of us if we mm-hmm. find them. But yeah, the, the Classico region is basically the center of where it started and everything, it kind of expanded out from there. So it's hit or miss if it's going to, it's drying your mouth out. Like I think, and that's been my issue with Chianti always. Mm-hmm. You need. I could never have this without food. You have to have it with food. And I need it with like, I need like fatty Fast. salami. I need like cheesy pizzas. Yeah, uh, just like more pasta meat with and tons meat of like and tomato. Like I need like a six meat lasagna. Yeah, with all with, like, pepperoni on it, short ribs, ground beef, like all the meats, mm-hmm. like Arby's, and then like we a bechamel sauce on the top. Yeah, and then tomato, like all and right. extra crusty done, like to the point where it's like burnt on the sides. Yeah. So hungry. <laughs> it's good. Like I should go to pizza in the oven. We're having Italian fucking wine. What is happening with you? Okay, but I will say on the level of the celebrity wines we've had in the past, this one's mm. not bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is hitting up on the. It's not quite as good as if we're comparing, you know, Italian to Italian. Not quite as good as. Um, Andrea Bocelli's world of wines. Yes. I feel but like his were also way more expensive. Some were and some are. And I yeah. feel like they just have a bit of a more of a dynamic range of wines that they make. Whereas True. I think these are pretty easy. All the reds are Sandra basic. Like it's pretty, yeah. But no, I mean, for a celebrity wine, mm-hmm. this is much better than the caliber of stuff we've had Late. A lot of, yeah. Because there's been a lot of subpar. Yeah. I was Although, a different word. <laughs> I, I didn't think the Zach Brown. Even though, a lot of frogs. Even though the Zach Brown wasn't very memorable for us, I do think it was, was decent. Yeah, but it also was just like the most generic, nondescript. Because it's well, a California cat. Well, right. And it's like, I don't even think they put where in California it's from. It's literally could be. Anywhere from the 800 mile north to south California borders. Like, right. It's probably Lodi. Yeah, but low, like it could be, like, and so that is where it's just like, well, why even put where it's from at all? Like, I mean, mm-hmm. other than you have to put something, but like, it was just so yeah. whatever. And so it was fine. It wasn't offensive. No, but it, was it also, wasn't Snoop Dogg. Right. But so I'm really curious, like, has a uh, sense of place. It's clearly Italian. It's well crafted. It is. I don't know that it's a twenty dollar bottle of wine. In my opinion, that's the only downside. It it's is fine, a but I don't know that many people would drink this and be like, "I can't wait to drink this again." Yeah, it's there's seventeen ninety nine, eighteen ninety nine. It was somewhere sure. in between there, and that to me for this wine is probably a little pricey for what it is. Right. 
So which means the cheapest wine wins. Yeah, it does. It does. And sure, it's cheapest by well, a dollar or two. This How one's much was the rosé-ish? 13-ish. This okay. is 12. 12 all okay. Day. Yeah, those were good. Those yeah, really good. and the, I mean, this isn't bad. It's just not... I have to say all of these are totally drinkable. I would not be opposed to drinking any of these. But based on price point and having them all next to each other, there's, I would definitely, this is the one I would choose the most, which is the, um, Piedmont, the Piedmont Rosso. Um, that one would be the one I choose the most. Although if we were in a, if it was a sunny day out, I would definitely choose the, how do you say that again? Cheriswolo. Cheriswolo. The Abruzzo. I always want to say Sarah because it's C-E-R-A at the beginning. Say it just seems like pretty C. much there's like any C, C is word, a ch- well, in a Italy ch- or a K, right? So if it's C H, it's K. Yeah, it's complicated. It's the complicated. Yeah. I'm turning languages. into Alex Trebek though, which isn't a bad I love thing. It. Maybe no, rest in do peace. it. We, you know, we need more of that in our right. worlds. Absolutely. But I hate feeling like I'm. But I mean, no, I like that though. Well, and at some point, like, I never would have learned how to pronounce things. If somebody else wouldn't have told me that I'm pronouncing it wrong. And there's a way to do it. This is my secret. And I know that Jamie probably won't say that I always do it this way. But instead of correcting someone, Mm -hmm. I just then use it in a sentence right after they've said it and I say it the correct way. way. Because nobody wants to feel like an asshole. No. Both parties. Like, I don't want to feel like an asshole correcting you. But, and also... I remember the first time someone did that to me and was like, uh, it's pronounced Cherisuelo. Yeah. It's like, thanks for just making me feel want like to like, just put my hood up and like, here's the thing I will shirt. say though. Um, I saw this quote somewhere once and I think it's actually really lovely. Don't make fun of somebody for the way they pronounce something incorrectly. Cause it probably means they read it. Instead of we're told it. Well, exactly. And so when you're reading it, you're just kind of seeing it the way you you seem to, you know, you think it's supposed to well, be right. said. So when you correct me or vice versa or whatever, I'm never offended by that because I always don't want to pronounce things. I've lived a life with last names that have been mispronounced my entire right. life. And I, but I'll actually Google the pronunciation too. Yeah. Because I mean that's the magic of the internet these mm-hmm. days. Like even what was that grape we just looked up? Coravone. Coravone. Um, even with kind of random sound like random sounding to us, like last names in French, like you can look that up and find like a YouTube pronunciation on it. Yep. Cause I just hate like I wanna know how to pronounce it right. And Absolutely. I don't want to be somewhere ordering it or asking about it or talking about it. And sound like a douche. And sound like an idiot. Yeah. Right. People, I think, want to know. They might be offended in the moment, but in the end, they're going to want to know. Everyone wants to know how to say it. What's the, um, the Key and Peele skit where he's the substitute teacher? A.A. <laughs> Ron. A.A. Ron. And he's <laughs> Jake Quallen. Jake Quallen. Oh, my God. <laughs> And the, that's like no. the like that's the epitome of what we don't ever want people to be of where you correct someone. It's like it's actually Jacqueline and uh, O'Shaughnessy. 
the, the oh, principal. The principal. Oh, but it's Hennessy. It's A. A. Ron. I think it's O'Hennessy. Jay Quallen. And he he's literally like the next per- person who corrects me. Balake. 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 It's Blake. <laughs> well, and then he didn't. And he's like, why didn't you answer me the first? Because <laughs> it's Blake. Oh, man. Let's fucking love it. Yeah, that was a good one. Anyhow. Yeah. We digress. Um, so we found some winners and losers. I I mean there was no, actually no, no losers. losers. I no. I like all of but, these ones. God, I, it smells good. I went back to the chair solo and it, did you? it just it's lovely. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back. To I mean, and you actually might like it better now that it's warmed up because it'll feel a little bit more like a red wine to you. Right. Um and it starts to smell like it gives off more once it's warmed up a little bit too. Sorry, the smell. God, it is really it's good. It's really good. And I've never had anything like it before. <laughs> Alright, I'm done with sting. <laughs> I just I think now I'm now I'm gonna be on a sting kick. I, I haven't even I don't even know the last time I listened to a sting I, song. Me either. Yeah. But hey go. man. When so we see dance. you drink celebrity wine and then you get back into you their You get into their their right. jam. Yeah, because the last few we've done have been music. Because we had the Zach Brown band. John Legend. We had John Legend. And Dave we had Dave Matthews. Matthews. I mean, I will be honest. I, it hasn't made me listen to Dave Matthews. But that was not. That era great. is over. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that crush was. It was actually better than I thought it was going to be. Because I thought it was going to be super jammy. But it, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. But it, it was better than Snoop Dogg. But then again, that's setting the bar at, you know, Real negative, negative levels. I think. We think next episode we might just segue right into this same kind of vein, but with Italian whites. Mm-hmm. And maybe lovely. since I kind of threw like a little bit of a wrench with a semi rose, mm-hmm. maybe with the Italian whites we'll do a semi sparkling. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I think we can. I like that. Yeah. Um, and or depending on the weather, we might just have to go into like. Full rosés. That's true. Know. We'll see. It depends. You we'll know, see. the, the I don't groundhog have... saw its shadow, so. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't have that much for And right. everything is kind of delayed, at least coming from Europe, so I don't know how many European rosés we'll have. We'll see how that In the goes. next couple weeks, but. Well, and we have uh, Mandy and Kristen. Our on... two numero uno fans. That's right. Number one and two. Love you guys oh my god so they're amazing and they are going to help us with our blind episodes so we're gonna get that figured out here after we close well, and we'll have to figure out how because we're a podcast is already blind so to speak and that you can't see us so they, then, right but the point was we're going to stick with a varietal of some sort we need to figure out what that is and then we're going to taste different levels of cost and see if we can tell the cheap to the expensive was the point so we're going to do that with like three different grapes let's say yeah okay so different episodes different yeah all right we'll see we'll see how well we can decipher that situation oh okay no that'd be super fun yeah yeah so I, i hopefully it will go well i know they're gonna Pick good stuff for us. I'm excited. I think it's gonna be fun. I think it's gonna be oh, a good time. Oh, totally. Yeah. 
And I like Gage doing a blind. blind. Yeah. And they want to be here when we do the episode okay. for commentary because that'll be fun. Well, awesome. and so then they get to taste them too. So yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because when we have the wine, they might as well. Yeah. The merrier. And besides, they're the people we mention most on this podcast. So exactly. why not hear their voices and, put and their voice for to it, their so put their voice to their non-existent faces. <laughs> so yeah, yes, sponsors, yes, the best Yay thing ever. For sponsors, we love you guys. Oh, let me play you a song. No, <laughs> the mo- it's past. The moment's past. The moment's past. Oh, sorry, Sting. Well, I I don't have anything else queued up. That's good. And apparently we can't afford the royalties. So. Probably not. We can't afford that one either, so hopefully Sting doesn't come out oh, for us. I doubt it. We're saying good things about your wine, so just That's be right. nice just to us. Alone. Be nice to us. Yeah. So yeah, so good things queued up. Maybe before we have all our ducks in the row for the blinds, mm-hmm. we'll do some fun Italian whites along the same line. Yep. And then a bunch of fun... I like the idea of just like... Wine wines. You know, and doing these regions and grapes and yeah. like that. I think that's awesome. Well, and um, especially with Italy because Italy oh is just there's complicated. So, well, and I mean, yes, it's complicated, but also just like for consumers, there's a lot to discover. And that's yeah. kind of, that's and the it's fun part. Mostly, except for Barolos and Barbarescos. And it's, some Chianti's. It's, it's, it's relatively inexpensive. Right, because in Italy, wine is just part of daily life yeah. it's not this fancy commodity no so yeah so that's why it's fun to like branch out and be like oh well mm-hmm. i never would have tried this wine but yeah so yeah it's the whole point of wine yeah and i have get people out of their comfort zone a little exactly. bit exactly and i have three weeks left on my w set test or w set studying and i take my final and Jane is helping me tremendously going through this and doing this right now. Like, this is helping me. This is awesome. And I'm super excited about it. Oh, I'm very nervous, though. Did you bring your flashcards? No, I shouldn't have. I need to make more. Yeah. But I did just take a midterm, and I I killed it. So I'm, I'm, I'm confident I'm going to pass, but I really want to pass with distinction. So. so Jane's helping me on my path, and so I appreciate that. Of course. So... Anyway, till next time. That's right. Soon we will get together. Happy drinking, everybody. Cheers. I'm going to Alaska in a week, which is crazy that I'm going to somewhere even colder than where I am. God. But, you know, think some Northern Lights thoughts for me. Oh, well, that's Bucket list. It's all I need. It's all I need. I'm excited. Well, thanks for tuning in. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next time. Next time. All right. Cheers. Cheers.